Ladies and gentlemen, another guest picks some Eminem songs. You know it's gonna be a good episode because M's my boy. So, anyways, I don't know him personally. I'm just saying that. Uh, let's get into this show program today. Uh, we got a good episode planned for you guys. If you're thinking about real estate space stuff, this one's for you. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, let's do this, ladies and gents. Let's jump into this fire intro here. Here we go. What happens when you meet someone who, whose core values are honor, fun, and mastery? You get one amazing episode, that's what. And today's guest embodies those values in his business, The Conscious Builder. You see, he doesn't just talk about it, he is about it. So, um, when he became a dad, he decided to put fear aside and become his own source of revenue. So let's find out how he did it. Welcome to the show, the founder and CEO of The Conscious Builder, Casey Gray. Oh, there you go, Casey. You ready to rock and roll? <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Dude, uh, I don't know how many podcasts you've been on. What's it been like so far? A minute, 38 seconds in compared to the other ones. Uh, this one is a lot of fun, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do it, dude. If you ain't having fun, you ain't living. So let's jump into this, ladies and gents. Let's ask them the very first question. What do you do? As simply as you could explain it to a fifth grader, Casey, what do you do? That, uh, I never thought of it like a fifth grader, but put simply, I build healthy, comfortable, and efficient homes, and I train other contractors on how to do the same. Mm, all right. Healthy, efficient. You know, I get that green vibe going. Are we talking like off the grid completely or just more efficient, comfortable living? Like break it down for me. Uh, it really depends on what people are looking for. We we can go off grid. I can't say we've actually done that because that's definitely an extreme and, and people don't, you have to sacrifice some things to go off grid until batteries get better. Uh, but we really focus a lot on health and comfort and by default, you end up with an efficient home. So we're more focusing on the occupant health, but at the end of the day, everything we do is custom. So it really depends what our clients want. And we I, I see our role as the person to bring them the information that they need so that they can make a conscious decision. It's not one size fits all. It's here's, here's the information that you need to make your decision, but it's based on whatever your values are, whatever your goals are, whatever, whatever you need to accomplish for your family. Is that, that's the conversation that we have with our customers. I know there are a lot of people out there who have a fear of working with contractors. They're going to take a big chunk of money up front. They're not going to show up. Um, they're going to make me do this and that. I'm going to have to, you know, I, I saw, you know, the the brothers show on uh, on HGTV. I don't want to have to swing my own like sledgehammer. Like walk me through if I'm a customer and I come to Conscientious Builders, what what's that experience like? Well, a lot of people that come to us actually do want to swing the hammer. <laughs> so oh, all we, right. a lot of uh, like our specialty is really uh, in the stuff that you can't see, but the stuff that you feel when you live in a house. And so it's not the stuff that a lot of it's not for pretty pictures. That's why we do a lot of videos. We do a lot of explanations on why we're doing what we're doing and products that we're using and mechanical equipment and so forth. But a lot, a lot of customers understand that 
they can't do that portion of, they can't do the envelope of the building, right? The framing, the insulation, the air sealing, the window insulations, like all the, all this stuff that keeps the weather out and keeps your home healthy. Uh, that's the stuff that's a little bit more difficult and you really need to understand things. Uh, and then the clients might want to do their own finishing, partly to save money, partly just to say that they had, you know, put some sweat equity into their own home. I think it's, uh, a, I think it's great. You know, I think everyone should build their own home at, at some point, uh, but also understand what your limitations are. Right. I, you know, I, you know, it's fun to maybe work on a car, but, uh, you know, I'm going to stick to what I'm good at, stick to building houses and I'll hire somebody else to work on my car. But if I have to do a minor repair, change a tire sort of thing, I can do that <laughs> as an example. I remember uh, doing my very first flip and walking into the space of what I thought the experience was going to be like and then what it was actually like. Uh, and and I, I loved my contractor. He's one of my best friends, actually. Uh, but while I'm in this space, I, I you know, I, one thing that I think people need to understand is I, you're stepping into somebody else's space, right? Like there's certain terminology that contractors speak to each other that the average Joe that walks into the that very first design doesn't really understand or know. Uh, and this is the technicality that you're talking about, right? When you talk about, uh, I forgot what it was called, but certain like title, I think it's title 24 when you're installing windows and, and uh, certain things that you have to do in a home to make sure that it's uh that you're right that it's not going to leak through or you know your window's not going to pop out on accident that's the technical stuff you're talking about that you help uh, customers get through to some extent for for us it's more about the building science right it's understanding a house as a system so there's a lot of contractors a lot of people doing work that don't really understand what that uh, a home is a is a whole system and you need to approach the home as a system when you change one thing it affects another so if you for example where we live we got extreme cold we got extreme heat we we have both sides of it right so we need to build for both both sides of the weather right. and so in doing so, you need to understand how your house changes from season to season, but you also need to understand that uh, most of the time you're indoors and things are closed. So you need fresh air. There's a lot of things. So for example, if somebody wanted to, there's a grant out there and it's like, you get $5,000 back if you change your furnace. Okay. That's great. So what happens is they go and change their furnace. The person who comes in, the mechanical guy comes in and says, well, based on the size of your house, you need a 80,000 BTU furnace or something like that. Right. And they say, Oh, okay. I don't, they don't really know. They're just going to trust the so-called professional that came in. So they put the furnace in. So then what happens is, you know, two or three years later, maybe they're like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to change the windows or I'm going to add some insulation to the house or whatever it may be. But what happens is that they end up making their house more, the envelope more efficient. So now you have a furnace that is oversized that might've been oversized to begin with. If the house was never modeled properly. And uh, now they're making it better. So now the furnace continues to become oversized, even more oversized. And then you run into stuff like short cycling and then you have comfort issues because it's it's only running for a short period of time. So heat's not getting, so I'm kind of getting into technical, but that that's the idea is like, you need to understand how one thing affects another. And if you don't look at the whole picture or the all of the phases of your projects together, you're going to run into potentially health issues that are going to affect how your house performs. And that could lead to all sorts of things. Man. I don't know why, but this reminds me of politics. Like you went in <laughs> trying to do something with a positive intent. Like you, your, your intent was good, but it had some unintended consequences. And that's what it sounds like you're talking about when you're sitting with a client, you're, you're going over not just, yes, I need to fix the furnace, but how that affects everything. Like all of a sudden, 
that furnace, you know, for those of us who don't speak BTUs, it's the, it's the, it's, it has to do with the cubic measurements of inside of a room that's pumping air because vol, it's measured in volume. So, uh, the BTUs, like you're talking, you're just saying it's too much. So maybe I have an AC unit that's just freezing a room and it needs something smaller or, or something like that, right? I mean, essentially, yeah, exactly. you're giving me more of an outlook on any project that I'm putting together. Right now, it's the good. market, the real estate market is super hot, right? I mean, people are building and making changes to their home. They have equity to work with. Um, so I'm going to ask you the next question. How are you getting customers? Like, how are they finding you compared to the competition? Uh, well, we do a lot of stuff online. Uh, so a lot of people have been following us for a while and eventually they reach out. So whether they're watching our YouTube videos or listening to our podcast, that's where a lot of our leads are coming from. Uh, referrals are obviously a big one. And then project signs, you know, those project signs have always been great for us over the years. But right now, the top ones are referrals and and that YouTube lead right somebody's been watching us they reach out they say hey i've been following your videos for two years we're kind of we're ready to go now right we're and we really want to work with you so which means it's doing exactly what partly what i hoped it's not the only reason we do it but it's it's kind of the initial that's the initial sales meeting right is whatever your online presence is right that's the that's the first impression that people get and it's that's why it's so important for businesses to to put good content out Oh my gosh. Now you're speaking my language, dude. <laughs> I, I, I want to know before and afters, like how long ago did you start this and what was life like at that point beforehand to now after producing content? So the, let, let me go back to the beginning if, if that's all right to when yeah, I started absolutely. construction. So I started construction out of high school, uh, 17 years old, did my apprenticeship, uh, ended up working for a great company, learned a lot for seven years, eventually went on my own. But when I went on my own, I was 23 at the time. So when you're 23 and you start to, you know, start doing construction work, all you're thinking about is, you know, how do I do a good job and how do I make money? Right. That that's, yep. that's what you do at that age. Simple. And yeah, so I started and, and started going pretty well. Right. I didn't have a lot of expenses. I was basically living in a, I owned properties, but I lived in a basement apartment. Uh, with my younger brother. So because I could rent my properties out for more than what I was paying for rent, my wife at the wife, she wasn't my wife at the time. Uh, but my wife was uh, in California going to school, right? So it's like, all I need is a bedroom yeah, and a table to eat, right? So it's like, yeah. maybe a <laughs> shower once a week or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's good to go. Um, now, not long after I started, though, my my wife, she came back home. So, you know, things started to change. And not too long after she came back, so this is probably year two and a half, three, almost three years in business, I ended up going to a Tony Robbins event with my wife. And that event changed our lives. And it led to a whole bunch of other things. But at that event, what the, what it did, it was called UPW, Unleash Power Within. If anybody, if you haven't been to it, I think he's doing them live again. There is online ones now as well. Uh, amazing. Uh, highly recommend it. I'm not going to share too much. You just got to go. I'll just say that. And from that, after that event, though, we came out on fire and the biggest thing I learned is to ask ourselves quality questions, right? To ask questions, ask, mm. ask, ask, but not just other people, yourself. Why? You know, why yeah. are you doing certain things, right? So that's what I started to think about. You know, why am I doing business? Why am I in construction? And it wasn't until at another Tony Robbins event, you know, less than a year after that, we found out we were having our first son. So then my brain really started to shift. And I was like, all right, if, I, if I'm going to tell this little person, I didn't know if it was a boy or girl at the time, that, you know, he or she can do 
and be whatever they want. I have to do the same, but I also want to make sure I lead by example and lead this world better than when I showed up and do my part. And that's when, you know, the word conscious started to come into focus. My wife and I started something called the conscious living podcast. Uh, we got our, you know, dipped our toes in that. We did it for a while, actually. Uh, my wife ended up taking that over. I got too busy with the construction side. And that's when the conscious builders started to come into play. So it was a whole kind of vision around the word conscious because that aware conscious is really a state of awareness. And we just think that's so important because so many people are going through life unconsciously, not realizing it, right? They're just on autopilot, right? And they're not realizing what they're doing, what their habits are, and if they're serving them or not. And obviously I'm in construction, but I, I love to talk about business and mindset and all that because owning a, owning a business is all about, it's 80% mindset. Um, but I wanted to bring that consciousness to construction so people could make conscious decisions because the home is the biggest investment that or asset that anybody's ever going to own. And mm -hmm. most of them are living in homes that are hurting them and harming their health and their family's health. And they don't even know it. And that's when everything started to shift for us. Oh, dude, such a powerful story, dude. Such, I mean, the fact that you, you literally went and developed a lifestyle for yourself. Like you, you, you know, I, I talk about this often is, is living your life by design, not by default. Right. I heard it. I heard it on a on a speech while I was on a run. One of those uh, Mulligan Brothers compilation speeches. I heard somebody say it and it stuck with me. I mean, living life by design instead of by default. That's what you're doing. Like you're asking yourself these why questions on a regular basis. I do it when I journal. And I and at times I even looking at it, I'm like, it's so repetitive. I keep almost saying the same thing to myself over and over again. And then I'm listening to somebody's story on the podcast or I'm creating a piece of content and it kind of clicks like, oh, wait, oh, this is a little piece that, of, of my puzzle, right? This is a little bit of my story that I can kind of put together. It becomes a little more conscious the way you're describing it. I mean, how powerful is that for your business to have that North Star or for you as a family unit to have that North Star? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and to caveat that a little bit, you know, just because, you know, we're living, you know, you and I are living our lives by design. It doesn't mean that we're living in a constant state of inspiration and everything is rainbows yeah. and unicorns and butterflies all the time. Right. So I think yeah. that's the other thing, like it, being in business is tough, uh, especially in construction. It's not easy. And it, it's, it's no wonder that, you know, whatever the stat is like something like 97% of businesses go out of business. It's because it's, it's hard, especially with COVID. Like it's where we're living right now. I'll get into it, but the restrictions that are being put on small businesses right now are unbelievable. I, I, I don't understand what they're, what the government's doing. Um, oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Dude, I feel yeah. you on that one, dude. It's yeah. crazy. It's, Ridiculous. It's not, it's not easy. So those are the problems though, but it's like problems like that, that you can't predict. And you need that North star that you mentioned, because what are you going to do when, you know, stuff hits the fan? I don't know if we can swear on your show. Yeah, go for but, it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Shit hits the fan. Right. And if you don't have that North star, if you don't have a good reason, if you don't have a purpose, a strong vision for what you're trying to accomplish, you're just going to throw in the towel, right? Why would you tough through it? Like I was in a lawsuit for four years 
why would anybody mm, want to go through that? <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Like, it's, yes. it's like those successful people. It's like, yeah, sure. You know, people might look at me like as if I'm a success, but it's like overnight successes are never overnight successes. They're always like 10, 15, 20 years in the making. Right? Yeah. And I'm far from where I want to be. And I've already been in business for 12 years at this point. Right. So or almost 13, I guess, at this point. But anyways, <laughs> dude, I mean, and, and it happens. You you become a little bit more successful, but you also become a bigger target. Like all of a sudden the target on your back gets a little little bit crazier you start being looked at as a even if they're going after ladies and gents i mean you don't have to be a very big business the fact that you have a like general liability policy which i pray that you have a general liability <laughs> policy on your company they i mean that's that's something that people can go after and put you in deficit and yeah, just in court i mean in lawyer fees alone just to protect yourself just to defend yourself you don't even have to do stuff it's crazy the world we live in all right um I, I want to know about, you know, your, your ideal client. When you talk about, you know, putting yourself out there and in your messaging and you're putting content out there, you're attracting a specific type of tribe, right? There's a certain type of personality that's coming to you. So I am looking for qualities beyond the physical. Is that ideal client? So because we have a couple different parts of our business. I actually have two. Uh, so on the construction side, you know, the homeowners are reaching out to us. The ideal client is somebody who already is sold on the fact that they want a healthier, more comfortable, efficient home, right? I don't want to have to sell somebody. If, if somebody came to me, like you're, like you mentioned uh, doing a flip or something, somebody coming to me to do a flip, doesn't make sense because of what we do, right? We're not, we're not, you need somebody who's like cheap and cheerful can get in and out quickly and isn't going to cost you an arm and a leg. Like that's, that's not us. We want people who want to think through their project a little bit more people, who, you know, homeowners who are going to ideally stay in it for long-term because then the stuff that we do makes a lot of sense. If you're planning on selling the house quickly, that's not, that's not our type of a uh, type of a client. So I won't get it like we have this all mapped out, but it, you know, it's like that we got the in income mapped out. We got their, their values mapped out. We have all this mapped out as our business, uh, but that's kind of a general idea. Uh, on the Academy side, it's the contractor who's been in business three, two, three, four years, uh, younger guy, maybe he's got a family or something, but he knows enough now to know that he doesn't know. It's kind of like where I was, you know, through at my year three, I'm basically selling to myself uh, where when you start a business, you think you got everything figured out. And then if you stick with it after two, three years, you do get busy, right? You're good at what you do. You get busy, but then you realize that you need help. And then you realize that, hey, running a business is way different than doing carpentry or doing electrical work or whatever your trade is. Uh, so those are the guys that we're targeting on the Contra Builder Academy side. I like, uh, I think I heard the rock say it, or he talks about, um, you know, in your twenties, you're, you're, you feel like you're invincible in your thirties. You think, you know, it all in your forties, you realize you didn't know a thing and you still <laughs> don't. Right. And then in your fifties, you realize the best thing you could have done is ask for help. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, having mentors or having people like yourself who have been through the trenches over and over again, who know where to change things, change directions, look at different types of material, whatever it's going to be like that is invaluable, right? Like that's exactly what people want to come to you for, because these are the results that I have. This is what I have as my core values. This is what I present to my clients. This is how I make your life better. If this is you come with me, right? Let's, let's get this thing started. So if somebody is interested in working with you, What's your sales process, man? Like what's that, what's it look like if somebody wants to get in contact with you? So on the 
customer side, like if we're doing a, a major custom home or something like that, ideally we're right from the start. They're, they're working with us because we, we like to do what's called an integrated design process. So you have your contractor, you have your designer on board, you have your energy advisor and then the homeowner. So there's, you know, all four people got to be working together right from the start. Um, first, we got to go through the the details, right? We, we just want to make sure that we understand what they're going, what, what they need, make sure we can deliver what they need, make sure that their, their expectations and their budget are aligned. Uh, and assuming everything's aligned, then we can get into details. Everybody's a little bit different though, right? We're not selling t-shirts here, so you can't just kind of put them into a funnel, <laughs> right? It's right. very much a hands-on. Some people I might have multiple conversations with, some people are already sold and like, we want to work with you. Uh, so it, it, I can't say that there's a, a clear cut process for every single client who comes to us uh, because there's, you know, one thing and actually doing a lot of business training is there's like four different types of people out there too. Right. And, and it depends, actually it might be five. Sorry. And it depends on what they need to sell. Like some people you tell them and they'll believe it. Some people need to see it to believe it sort of thing. Right. Some people need to be told by somebody else. So there there's, there's some people just need to feel it, right? They're more kinesthetic. So you have to like get them to visualize. Some people need to visualize it, right? So there's so many different different people that we work with. Uh, and then it gets interesting when there's couples too, right? Because then there's a dyna dynamic yeah. and so forth, right? So it's, it's a very different process, right? You're not just going to go, you know, some people are willing to sign on the dotted line fairly quickly and build a million and a half dollar house. Uh, other people are really hesitant for a hundred thousand, uh, right? But, uh, but they're both... It is what it is, right? And we just have to, my, my goal is to ultimately figure out what it is that they really need to feel comfortable and then deliver that. But it starts with the conversation, right? Absolutely. And so how can we get a hold of you? For us, well, we're all over the place. So you can just go to theconsciousbuilder.com or if you're a contractor, you want to learn from the academy, you can go to consciousbuilderacademy.com and... Uh, if you just search the conscious builder, we're all over YouTube, comment on our videos. There's lots of free stuff out there. <laughs> I love it. The, uh, the power of having those types of videos, when somebody's learning something, they drop a comment, that's an instant connection, right? And, and like you said, it's free. You didn't actually pay for it, but it takes work. You actually have to create the content so that people can engage with you, but it's just a little bit of effort. I mean, how much of it are you documenting versus like creating as Gary Vee says? We're doing a little bit of both. I, I I don't know how much of each, but like we have, I, I got two full-time employees who work on our stuff. Uh, so it's not free. It's a lot of work. Um, and we're only really starting to see kind of the fruits of our labor and, and, and generate some extra income outside of the construction income. Uh, so we're, we're, yeah, <laughs> we put a lot of money into what we're doing, and but we're not slowing. We're not slowing down, right? We've kind of doubled up our game since COVID hit. That's funny because uh, you know Grant Cardone and I have get, have had guests on the show say a lot of the same things. Like, if you have this extra money, what are you doing other than investing in your own brand? Like, if you're not investing in yourself, and that's what that's what we're talking about here. I mean, you're literally whether it's through paid ads or you get somebody who's helping you create additional content or editing your videos or whatever it is that you're going to do. If you're not investing in yourself, how can you expect to grow your business, right? Absolutely. I mean, let's all right. Let's move into uh, towards the end here. So, uh, you know, you you have anything to like? giveaway for the academy coming up or maybe some information on pe where people can find out about that Me? Me? i'm giving away free money double click 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, we actually do have a free course. So at, if you go to contrabuilderacademy.com, there is a free course to five things I wish I knew before I started my business. Uh, but we also have a great deal on our course and how to, well, there's a few, there's a few courses there. You'll see the deals. You'll see the free one. Uh, we got a free estimating sheet there. So whatever you need is there. We have another course coming out in April uh, that we will be uh, starting to promote shortly. So you can sign up to our, if you either sign up for the free course or just sign up to our list, you'll be updated for this. So you can get a pre-sale price. Um, so there's lots of stuff coming. Dude, you got so many things going on. I mean, 12 years in business, uh, you know, a couple of different Tony Robbins retreats, which each one is powerful in and of itself. I think uh, I've done like four or five now. This, there you go, right? Lots of stuff right there. So you've you've obviously invested in yourself, learning uh, what it is that fuels you, what it is that keeps you going, especially when the motivation is not there or the, the inspiration is not there, how you continue to push through. What advice would you give to a new entrepreneur, somebody who's leaving with a great resignation, leaving their W-2 job and then stepping into this space of owning their own business? Well, first I'd make sure that they could afford to step away from that job before jumping into it. I'm all for taking action, but I'm also, as I've gotten older, has become wiser. I'm very much like jump in, just, you know, say yes and figure it out later, but not everybody can handle that stress, right? You know, I got through it, uh, but you know, I've had a lot of sleepless nights mm. <laughs> and it's probably why I don't have any hair anymore, but um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I would, I would say uh, the number one thing is to focus on, on mindset, but you need to take action. There's there's no shortage of information out there, right? You you can read book after book after book, but until you actually go out there and start doing something, you're mm -hmm. never actually going to really learn something. Like how many people do you know who have spent thousands of dollars and you know on schooling, but you know can't fight their way out of a paper bag, sort of thing, right? It's 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 about taking action. It's not about just taking in the information. Information is not power. Action is power. So until you take action, nothing's going to happen. Whatever that action is, just take the first step. Don't worry about hundred steps from now, one step at a time. What do you feel you need to do today? Take that action, focus on that tomorrow. There'll be another step. And as long as you keep moving, you're not, it's not going to be a straight line, straight line. Uh, if you look at a map, you know, it, it's easy to draw a straight line, but you can't see the mountains and the hills and the gullies mm. and the accidents, right? So there's going to be all sorts of that. So it's going to be all over the place. But as long as you're always heading in the right direction, that's what counts. Give it a, uh, a 10. A 10. I'm right. I give it a 10. All right. Well, for me, it's always been a matter of figuring out the right habits, right? For uh, Health is a big one for me every morning. Whether I want to or not, I get up and I handle my business, right? Running my six miles, doing my push-ups, my sit-ups. And it's a standard that I set for myself. It's it's who I am, an identity I created for myself through a habit. It wasn't that great. I mean, now it's phenomenal, but it didn't start off that way. Same thing with creating content. Same thing with podcasting. Same thing with public speaking. There's certain habits that I put into my daily routine that make me better because I specifically chose this habit to, to have in my life. What are some of those habits that help you in your everyday life or in your business? Yeah, I would definitely agree. Habits, uh, you know, we are, we are the product of our habits for the most part, right? We're a product of our environment as well. And the one thing, or sorry, I guess it's kind of two things, but 
If you start your day in control and with a win uh, and end your day in control, uh, you will live a much more peaceful life, let's say. So on the same way, I have my morning routine uh, because there's what I've realized is that you we we can't control anything right there's there's only one thing that we can control and that's how we act or react in any given situation everything else is out of our control we might think that we can control you know we might think we can control our kids or our employees or our sub trades or whatever it may be but we have zero control over that stuff we can influence people right we can persuade them in a certain way that serves them and serves us hopefully it's not just to serve us and not to serve them right but uh when you start your day in control and start with a win, like working out or something like that, that is so powerful because it sets your brain up for success and it doesn't matter what happens. You're in a better space. So for me, my routine, same thing with health, uh, is I get up, I do my lemon water. I have a puppy right now. Uh, so that kind of throws off my usual morning routine. So he's part of my morning routine now, uh, you know, playing with him, making sure he does his business too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. uh, if the puppy wasn't there, it'd be like lemon water. Uh, I read, I it could be anything, right? I'm just educating myself with something that I'm interested yes. in at that time. Uh, I meditate, I, I do my workout. Uh, and at that point, either I get down, I do a little bit of work. If some, if my wife's up at that point, she does celery juice for us. We do our celery juice, uh, and then I kind of get to work and uh, get in. She takes good care of me. We got our, you know, heavy metal detox smoothie and all that too. And then the rest of my days off. And then I always end with reading uh, as well. And I make sure I shut down at least half an hour before I go to bed. Like shut down the screens because uh, that's when I can't sleep. Staring at a screen for too long. But if anybody has to stare at a screen too long, there is some cool apps out there uh, like Flux. I don't know if people are aware of that, but make sure that you don't, you're not staring at blue light so you sleep better because sleep, the only time I ever get sick is if I don't have sleep. So I always make sure I get, I, I'm, I'm good with like seven hours, right? Six and a half, seven hours. Weekends, I get a little bit more, but sleep is everything. Man, I feel like I was listening to myself speak right yeah. there, dude. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Water, water, ladies and gentlemen, drink a lot of water. I I, I I don't know, man. It's the magic of all life. Like you have a headache, drink water. You're feeling tired, drink water. <laughs> like if you feel like maybe a cold is coming, drink water. I mean, a lot of water goes a long way. Same with all the other routines that that uh, Casey was talking about. Because dude, those routines are gonna be the things that save you. Casey, you've been a great guest. Uh, you're doing some amazing things in construction. Very niche uh, and very efficient it sounds like the way you're you're coming in and and really catering to uh, an individual client and what they're actually looking for you're solving a problem which is what successful entrepreneurs do um we at business bros are big on creating content obviously uh with advertising and video testimonials so before you head out can you let me know what your experience was like on the show uh this was fantastic i love your energy uh, I love the, how you throw in all those extra, keep it, keep it interesting, right? Cause there's so many talking head things out there, right. And it, and can get boring. So I get it. So that's why we've gotten better at our videos. If you watch our videos that we were doing four years ago to now, it's very different. And you guys obviously have a great system. So this is a, this is a, a ton of fun. I, and I really appreciate what you're doing and what you're putting out there because, uh, this is what you can't, this is the environment, right? Create that environment. You are who you surround yourself with. And if people are listening to this, then they're surrounding themselves with successful people that are willing to that want to step up their game and that's what it's all about that's it that's it all right ladies and gents uh i'm gonna call it a day casey you were a great guest again thank you ladies and gentlemen if you are interested uh, what area of the country are you in by the way we're in ottawa canada oh 
you're in the other country, the one above. All right, yeah. so if you guys are in Ottawa, Canada, then you guys want to check this out. Uh, stop by Instagram, the underscore conscious builder. Sorry, the underscore conscious underscore builder, or go to the uh, consciousbuilder.com, the consciousbuilder.com. Scroll all the, all the way to the bottom. They got all their social links right there. Uh, thanks again, Casey, for coming on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you guys again. Manana, peace, and we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.